In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke this parable to his disciples. The kingdom of heaven is like a man on his way abroad who summoned his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, each in proportion to his ability. Then he set out. The man who had received the five talents promptly went and traded with them and made five more. The man who had received two made two more in the same way. But the man who had received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Now a long time after, the master of those servants came back and went through his accounts with them. The man who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more. Sir, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. Here are five more that I have made. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have shown you can be faithful in small things. I will trust you with greater. Come and join in your master's happiness. Next, a man with two talents came forward. Sir, he said, you entrusted me with two talents. Here are two more that I have made. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have shown you can be faithful in small things. I will trust you with greater. Come and join in your master's happiness. Last came forward the man who had one talent. Sir, said he, I heard you were a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered. So I was afraid, and I went off and hid your talent in the ground. Here it is. It was yours. You have it back. But his master answered him, You wicked and lazy servant. So you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered. Well then, you should have deposited my money with the bankers, and on my return I would have recovered my capital with interest. So now take the talent from him, and give it to the man who has the five talents. For to everyone who has will be given more, and you will have more than enough. But from the man who has not, even what he has will be taken away. As for this good-for-nothing servant, throw him out into the dark where there will be weeping and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord The three readings we've just heard today seem to make strange bedfellows. The first reading provides us with the criteria of a perfect wife. The second is St. Paul's exhortation to be ready for the Lord's second coming, because it would be as surprising as a thief who pays a visit in the night. And finally, we have the gospel parable that many often take as a wise piece of advice to invest well and use our talents productively. What seems to be the underlying theme in all three readings? We already have a taste of it last week. It is wisdom. As wisdom distinguishes the perfect wife from other women, so should wisdom distinguish the disciple of Christ from others as he awaits the return of the Lord. The book of Proverbs gives us this earthly advice. 
Charm is deceitful and beauty empty. The woman who is wise is the one to praise. Charm, personality and appearances may win you many friends and ensure that you ascend the ladder of success. But none of these traits can ensure that you be ready to face the Lord's judgment at the end of this age. Only acting wisely and preparing prudently can ensure that we can stay wide awake and sober. Let us now turn to the famous parable of the talents in the gospel. Unlike what most people think, this is not a parable about how we should use our gifts, skills or talents for the betterment of the church. This is a common mistake among modern readers, unfamiliar with the meaning of a talent. We think that the word talent in this passage means a person's skill and ability. Only in St. Matthew's version of the parable is the parable correctly named, because only here do we have mention of the monetary currency as talents. So a talent in this context is a measurement of weight, and the value of any talent depended on whether it was gold, silver, or copper. Nevertheless, a single talent was a significant amount of wealth by any measure. A talent of gold was equal to the annual tribute of a medium-sized province to the Roman Empire. So the monetary trust given to each servant, five talents to the first, three to the second, and one to the third, would have been staggering, an extremely great endowment even for the last guy who just got one talent. We must remember that this is an eschatological parable, which means it is about the end times. The message is simple but demanding. Readiness for the Lord's coming requires both foresight and an investment of effort on the part of his disciples. A disciple of the Lord does not just idly wait for the Master's return, wasting his time without paying attention to his own spiritual growth and hoping that he can just make up for the lost time at the end or defend his actions or inactions with some lame excuse. In all these parables concerning the end times, just like what we heard last week, there is a distinction made between wise and foolish behavior, and a stern reminder that there will be an accounting. The wise who are prepared are rewarded, and the foolish will be punished. So the parable goes beyond the purpose of encouraging a prudent use and nurturing of one's personal endowments or finances. Like the other parables preceding it, we have here once again a cautionary tale, an ominous warning. Our actions, our attitudes, our behavior in relation to the Lord have dire consequences. In a world where many deny the existence of hell and have projected their own prejudices onto God, making him out to be some teddy bear who only gives hugs and never reprimands, these parables are potent reminders that we should never take God's mercy for granted and that we should never postpone and delay what changes that need to be done today. His coming will take all of us by surprise like a thief in a night. Our Lord has entrusted the treasures of the kingdom to us by calling us to be his servants. Whatever has been given to us, we will have to render an account for the way we have lived our lives on the graces and blessings we have received. Though a charming personality, and a beautiful appearance may get us what we want in this life. 
it would not be enough for what is to come. Only by wisely investing our gifts and turning a profit of spiritual growth over to the Lord at the end of our earthly life will we enter into the joy of his kingdom and hear these infinitely consoling words. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have shown you can be faithful in small things. I will trust you with greater. Come and join in your master's happiness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.